It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side, a Class 3 state sectional. As the Kingston Cougars topped the Jefferson Blue Jays 54-42. Jefferson started out on a 7-0 run, but Kingston answered with a 15-0 run of their own to end the first and lead after the first quarter 15-7 and continued the run into the second where they held an 18-11 second quarter lead and 33-18 halftime lead. And it was enough as they were outscored in the second half 24-21 en route to victory. But what changed in that first quarter that allowed for the counter run? Here's Kingston head coach Paul Hamilton. I just called a quick timeout to let us breathe a little bit. You know, this atmosphere can get to you. That first shot doesn't go in. You get a little nervy. So I just called timeout to let us breathe, talk about our spacing a little bit and what we're trying to do offensively. It was so loud in there they couldn't hear me what I wanted them to do. So I just called timeout to talk about it. And, we, and you know, Cody Yates hit a three and then the, the lid came off. Um, I think the, the great thing about that, too, is we guarded. You know, you can't go on a big run like that if you don't guard. So really proud of our kids for getting through that tough little stretch, fighting through it and making sure that we do what we do best. Kingston's Cody Yates did the timeout settle the team down. Definitely. Uh, that timeout really, you know, like shots just weren't falling for us early, and we knew they would. And he kind of just, you know, reminded us, you know, stay up. Shots are going to go in, and we st- we stayed positive with each other, trusted each other, and uh, shots started falling for us. And we just kept going from there. And Mason Nelson, what was said during the timeout? He was just saying that we got to get ourselves back into it. We we came out a little worried because it's a bigger school. We always come out a little bit like slow, I guess. But the second we hit one shot or we hit a few shots, someone gets a rhythm. One person gets a rhythm on Kingston. We all get rid of them. We'll just start hitting shots. The Cougars were led in scoring by Cody Yates with 27 points and 7 rebounds. And Mason Nelson had 19 points in the win. Between the first and second quarter, he hit four straight three-point shots that gave his team momentum. Nate Breeze led the Jefferson Blue Jays with 18 points and Cooper Frisk added 12. The Cougars ended the Class 3 state quarterfinal for the first time in program history after picking up their first ever win at a state playoff. They'll get one of the best teams in the state, New Madrid, on Saturday. It'll be played at Kingston. Again, the final score from Jefferson High School, the Cougars beat the Blue Jays 54-42. One other coverage team in action on Tuesday, Class 4 District 1 Tournament Quarterfinals, and the 4-seed Fredericktown topped the 5-seed Donovan 57-53. And coming up today on the local side, girls basketball, a busy broadcast day as we bring you three games. We started with a 3.30 pregame and a 4 o'clock tip-off and a Class 5 District 1 quarterfinal as the top seed Farmington Knights take on the 8 seed North County Lady Raiders. Then we shift to the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in Central High School for the Class 4 District 2 semifinal at 5.30. Top seed Central playing the 4 seed Potosi. And at 7, it's the 2 seed and 3 seed Perryville going up against St. Jen. All the action on AM 1240 KFMO with live video at KFMOsports.com from Central High School. From the NHL and the St. Louis Blues were at at Winnipeg against the Jets on Tuesday night, and they fall in that one. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Last night, the Blues started a set of back-to-backs where they took on the Winnipeg Jets. In the first period, Winnipeg would score the first goal, hemming the Blues into their own zone. Sean Monahan would pick up that one, but then a minute and 27 seconds later, Winnipeg off of the faceoff had a shot from the blue line that got past Joel Hofer. The Blues would respond 30 seconds later to make it a 2-1 
deficit, but before the period would end, the Blues would turn the puck over in the offensive zone, and Kyle Connor would regain the two-goal lead for the Jets. Second period, the Blues outshot Winnipeg 15-12. to Brandon Saad picked up the unassisted goal at even strength, and then in the third period, the Blues would not score on a power play early, kill off a power play for Winnipeg, but an even strength goal by Alex Ayafalo put the Blues down by two. 4-2 the final score as the Blues fall to the Winnipeg Jets, their 26th loss of the season, and now sit six points out of a wild card spot. Tonight they take on the Edmonton Oilers. Puck drop at 7.30. Pre-game skate at 7 on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister on his team falling behind 4-0 Saturday in Detroit and 3-1 last night at Winnipeg. We can't find ourselves down against good teams or, or, or any teams and, and uh, it just makes it you know, difficult to fight yourself back into that hockey game. Blues forward Pavel Buchnevich was it frustrating to lose on a night? The Blues outshot the Jets. Just doesn't mean anything. You can shoot from from the corner every whole game and like you're not going to score. So, But we have chances today and we got to score in the right time and Hopefully get the result. There were some positives to take away from the loss in Winnipeg. Defenseman Justin Falk made his return to the lineup after missing 12 games due to injury. How did he feel returning to the lineup? It was all right. Yeah, a little hesitant at times, but um, overall, I thought my skating was all right. And um, it's going to take a second to get my legs under me and, and get going and get uh, comfortable with that pace again. You can't, uh, you can't replicate it in practice. The Blues are back in action today at Edmonton against the Oilers. 7:30 punk drop. You can hear coverage on B104.3 at 7 o'clock. And to the diamond in Major League Baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals and Boston Red Sox tied at a spring training game yesterday, 3-3. to The Redbirds get the New York Mets today and are back on B104.3 Saturday when they get the Houston Astros. Coverage starting at 11.55. There was some news out of Jupiter, Florida. The St. Louis Cardinals officially announced a signing shortstop Brandon Crawford. Cardinals president of baseball operations, John Mosellock, does signing Crawford mean that Mason Wynn is no longer guaranteed a starting job at shortstop? Let's you know be very clear, though. This is Mason's job. Um, we brought in Brennan to just give us that protection should something happen, and uh, he understands that role, and so we obviously uh, we're excited and we're welcoming him, and uh, I think he'll be a nice addition to our team. New Cardinal Brandon Crawford, how does he view his role with the team? I know... Uh, Bad Mason Wynn, who's a you know, young prospect, shortstop, supposed to be uh, his job, and I'm here to help him out in you know, any way that I can, and um, obviously help the team any way I can also. Again, the Cardinals back on B104.3 Saturday at 11.55 for a spring training game against the Houston Astros. In Major League Soccer, St. Louis City SC played in the first round of the CONCACAF Cup in the second leg yesterday. They fall to Houston Dynamo one nothing, and that means they've been eliminated from the CONCACAF Champions Cup. City head coach Bradley Carnell after being eliminated one nothing by Houston. One of those days where you know you defend for your life and uh... Uh, then you get the moments that you need um, in transition and uh, the way we like to create chances. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, you know, we let a few of those chances get away from us. Carnell says the focus has to quickly shift to the MLS season now that his team is eliminated. We have a look at this hard. We, we, I look at myself first and, uh, you know, we reflect and we, we you know, we re-go again. Um, now the games come quick. Um, now we've fully started in our MLS season and uh, that's what we have to focus on now. And, and we've got a big game against New York City on the weekend. St. Louis City SC is back in action Saturday for a regular season MLS showdown 
down at City Park in St. Louis. They host New York City. Kickoff at 7.30. At NCAA Men's Basketball, the Missouri Tigers play tonight on the road in Gainesville against the 24th-ranked Florida Gators. And St. Louis University Billikens are at Chaffetz Arena tonight in St. Louis. They host the Richmond Spiders. And the NASCAR Cup Series gets set for the Pennzoil 400 presented by Jiffy Lube at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Sunday. Kyle Busch, it's his home track. He says he's got a love-hate relationship with Vegas. Even as a kid, I had a love-hate relationship with that place uh, growing up there, racing there. You know, sometimes you'd win, sometimes you'd not win, you know. So it was always tough and a challenge at the short track. But same for the Super Speedway, you know. I think you just put a lot of pressure on yourself. I do, uh, of wanting to win at your hometown track. When I did win there in 2009, it felt like a Daytona 500 win i mean we we partied all night long fortunately the plane got stuck wasn't able to go home because of snow on the ground in charlotte but um all in all just yeah i mean i think i've outdone the third place finish at that track over the course of my career there's more thirds there than anything else so i know very well about being oh too close the cup series on kfmo the pins oil 400 in las vegas coverage starts at 1 30 with the green flag waving an hour later that's sports i'm jared pettis